0: Hello there! General Kenobi! Oh, greetings once again, Bucketheads. Mevar Tigar. Welcome to this special bonus Bantha Tracks episode of MandaVision. Nargai Tom, thank you so much for once again checking out this small, independent Star Wars podcast. New listeners, old listeners, so glad you're here, so glad you're supporting the show. Uh, We truly, truly appreciate every single one of you taking the time to download and share the show with your friends, and like it, and do all that stuff, and let everybody know. And remember to reach out to us on social media at Mando underscore Vision, Twitter and Instagram. You can email the show at MandoVisionTom at gmail.com. And another reminder to please make sure you're liking subscribing, sharing the show with all the other Mandalorians in your covert. Alright, so we are here for a little bonus show uh, to address an oversight, to correct an error, if you will. And that is... Uh, that is What happens sometimes? If you are a longtime listener of the show, you know this happens to me uh, on a fairly regular basis. (laughs) Uh, When I'm when I'm recording the episodes, everything's kind of shut down around me. Like I'm not checking my phone, I'm not checking the internet, I'm not checking Twitter, Instagram, the the news sites, any of that stuff. I'm I'm focused on the show, Uh, and sometimes that leads to news breaking that I'm not aware of at the time of recording, and I find out later. And it's a question of, do I go back into the episode and re-edit uh, and, and, and insert the correct information, or do I, I trust that you all know that I made a simple mistake and that I would, will later address that mistake down the road? And that's what we're here to do today. Because yesterday, as I was recording our, uh, our day of review for the Book of Boba Fett finale, uh, we talked about the Kenobi show very briefly. And I mentioned how the, uh, the internet scuttlebutt was that it would be released around May the 4th. May the 4th be with you sort of made some sense. Uh, so that is what I shared on the show. That information, during the recording of the show, was proven to be incorrect and erroneous. So yeah, we are here to correct that mistake. The show will be dropping on May the twenty-fifth, twenty twenty-two, on Disney Plus, and we're very very excited about it. Uh, so much so that I wanted to make sure to make to make the, make the correction right now. Uh, uh, Deborah Chow, who. Uh, uh, Rose of prominence in the first season of The Mandalorian is uh, expected to direct the entire series. She's kind of showrunning the entire thing uh, with Joby Harold painting all the scripts. So we're going to get a very different... Uh, I think we're going to get a very different show than what we've gotten from two seasons of The Mandalorian and one season of The Book of Boba Fett because because we have a different writer this time around. You know, Favreau uh, is, is doing his thing. He's very locked in. Telling the story he wants to tell in the way he wants to tell it, uh, a lot of a lot of heavily influenced Western metaphors. Uh, uh, you get a little bit of the of the of the samurai movie, the Kurosawa influences in these in these other other episodes of these other series. You know, I don't know. I, I suspect that through line will maintain as a again we are we are going to be on Tatooine at least for the majority of this series, and so the Western motif I think will stay true. And again, you're dealing with Jedi, so the Kurosawa theme will stay through, but with a different writer, it would be interesting to speculate on on what dramatic changes there will be to the series Uh, because I have maintained that I enjoy Mandalorian and what Favreau has been doing. I enjoyed the book of Boba Fett and what Favreau was doing writing those episodes, but they are straightforward. They are direct. They are um, straightforward and direct is, is probably the most apt description I can use for them. That uh, they don't they don't plumb the depths necessarily of you know complex character development or anything like that. But there there is character development. Do not misunderstand what I'm saying. But they're 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 direct. They're in your face. They're kind of right on front street with everything they're doing on those on those two shows. With a character like Obi Wan, a show that's gonna be set ten years after uh, Revenge of the Sith, uh, dealing with a character who probably is going through a lot of internal trauma. Uh, this could lead to a show that has more psychological components to it than we've seen in in prior Disney Plus Star Wars shows thus far. Now, again, that is broad speculation. I have no insight into that at all. Though it does make a certain amount of sense to sort of explore Kenobi's feelings on on his failure as as a, as a Jedi Master to uh, Anakin Skywalker after his you know best friend and, and and student falls to the dark side. And we know that Hayden Christensen's back. As Anakin Skywalker, uh, donning the helmet, right? You know, he'll be back as Vader, right? But then rumors have come around about, and it's sort of been confirmed by Ewan McGregor himself, Obi Wan Kenobi, uh, that they will be uh, uh, together as Obi Wan and Anakin. You know, probably using some of that Marvel tech to de-age them a little bit, and maybe go back into the Clone Wars, and and, and sort of show some moments, or you know, maybe maybe as Obi Wan is re-examining some of the signs that he missed, uh, or or things like that, or going back in in doing a live-action retelling of something that we saw in the Clone Wars that this sort of was an indication of, of the way things might go for Anakin or, or where Obi-Wan made a mistake in his teachings to Anakin. I, again, there's a lot of possibility there. And right now the Internet is full of rampant, rampant speculation. Uh, we have The Internet has fully shifted gears from Boba Fett to to Obi-Wan Kenobi. And uh, again, if you're a longtime listener to my podcast, you know that I'm very much a... Um, Hey, let's not look too far ahead. Let's not get crazy about uh, things that are still months away. When we just got something that was really unique and interesting, let's let's continue to talk about that. So, again, and I said it last night on on the Boba Fett show, like speculation is not my cup of tea. I am wrong more often than I am right by a, by a drastic margin. So, playing speculation with with Kenobi and, and having not seen anything from this this show yet. You know, we got a poster. We haven't even gotten a trailer yet. And you know we will talk about that once the trailer does drop. So it's going to be exciting. And the show is just full of potential. Uh, Ewan McGregor back as Obi-Wan. We're all excited. We're all really, really jazzed for it. Uh, and remember, he's Kenobi and I'm the jabroni because I made the mistakes yesterday. But I'm as, I'm as equally as excited about this show as everybody else is. But we are not going to spend countless weeks uh, speculating about this show. At least not in, You know, we'll, – we'll do some speculation once there's a trailer. Once there's something to kind of dissect and pull apart – we will do that, but we're still we're still really focused on Boba Fett. We want to go back into that show. We want to analyze. We want to we want to start breaking that down and and, and kind of examining that from different views. I, I told you yesterday on the on the on the finale review episode, there's going to be an after action report. There's going to be a post mortem for the book of Boba Fett, and that is still on target to drop Monday or Tuesday at the very very latest. But yeah, we're we're not done with Boba Fett by far. There's still a lot to talk about with him, Fennec Shand. Uh, the mandalorian dinjarin grogu the whole, the whole thing the whole mythology the whole tapestry that Favreau and now with robert rodriguez and of course dave Filoni have been weaving with these characters you know we still got luke and ahsoka and all the other elements to kind of const- to kind of talk about and and go go and and, and again and provide a little bit more anal- analysis for before we fully move on to a show that's still 3 months away so you know what to look forward to on this podcast uh, you got that. We're going to be doing Star Wars: The Clone Wars rewatch Mondays, and if the rumors hold true, between sometime between now and when Kenobi debuts, we're going to get season two of The Bad Batch. So you know we're going to go do those episodes as well, and we're really excited to, to reconnect with with uh with with that team, and and see where their new adventures go. You know, see what Omega's up to. Is she is she still hanging out with with everybody? How's how's Crosshair doing? Let's let check in on the on the squad and see what's going on. Uh, yeah. So. A lot going on, a lot to look forward to, but I want to caution everyone out there listening for taking the time to listen. Like, yes, let's be excited about, about Kenobi, but let's not forget the awesomeness that we still have access to right now that we can go back and watch and, and, and continue to enjoy and relive. You know, playing speculation games with Kenobi, I feel like, uh, ultimately leads to disappointment. You know, when you start to come up with your own ideas, your own theories of what you want to see from that show... Uh, I, I, again, I, th- I sort of think speculation is, is a symptom of the negativity in the fandom, and so I, I caution everyone: speculation can be fun, but, but when we do it here on the show, take it with a huge grain of salt—the biggest grain of salt you could possibly put into your mouth—is what you need when we do speculation. Because I know nothing about this show; I know nothing about it at all. Maybe you know, we might get some insight from the trailers, but. Again, we did the we broke down the trailer for Boba Fett, and I was off on many, many elements of that show. So be it. It is what it is. But it, it, again, speculation can be fun, but don't let it taint you. Don't let it change your perception, your enjoyment level of the show, because you're not getting what you thought you were going to get. Let the show be itself. Let the show breathe. And I'll remind you of that as we actually get closer to the frickin' show starting. But, uh, but yeah yeah, so one other thing I wanted to mention before I get out of here for this quick Bantha Tracks bonus episode. Uh, And it's not even even quick anymore because I'm already rambling for far longer than I expected to. Uh, If you are a fan of Obi-Wan Kenobi, if you are a fan of Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi, go back into the Legends canon and find the John Jackson Miller Kenobi novel. Uh, It's a really great read. It's really fun. It it centers around uh, Obi-Wan arriving on Tatooine, and, and sort of attempting to keep his distance but also keep a watchful eye on the Lars farm on young luke but getting sort of in in the mix with a group of moisture farmers and their conflict with the tuscan raiders and of course it plays in the kenobi's strength as the negotiator uh so kenobi not one to just choose sides randomly arbitrarily uh, we get to explore the the moisture farmers their history their reasons for for hating the tuscans but we also get to go and, and and spend time with the tuscan raiders in a way that we had never done before and that i thought was a wonderful you know as much as we love what they did in the book of boa Fett, i love that that second episode of the book of boa Fett because we got to spend time with the with the with the uh, tuscans in a way we never had before and in, in a way that is now canon this had a way this one had a way into the tuscans that's no longer canon but still equally interesting to spend time with the tuscans and sort of their view of these moisture farmers and their view of uh, life in the desert, in the Dune Sea, and the way the Tatooine used to be, and how they're sort of, you know, much like they were in Boba Fett, they're sort of the, um, the ones who keep the memory alive of what Tatooine was. Uh, so it's, it's a very, very interesting book. Lots of good action, lots of good uh, um, character moments, stuff with Kenobi, uh, stuff with Kenobi trying to keep his distance from, again, not trying to get an attachment to these people, uh, and trying to learn those skills that that Master Yoda was teaching him at the end of Revenge of the Sith, so that he could commune with Qui-Gon Jinn as a Force ghost. You know, so it, it touches on so many elements that it's it's a really good read. I think if you want to ha- um, spend some time reconnecting with Kenobi as a character before that series, go pick up John Jackson Miller's Kenobi book. Yeah, uh, you can get it on Audible. You can get it on Kindle. Wh- whatever format you prefer, it's available. It's just it just has that Legends banner on there. So while it doesn't count as canon or as continuity, still a really great read. I recommend it highly. Go and check it out. All right, my my voice is doing that dry thing. You probably noticed it yesterday. I got a little like lip smacky by the end because I just was like so parched. I really got to keep a glass of water nearby or a hydro flask or something. My goodness. Uh, the, the, the only problem with a one-man show is i got to do all the talking myself. I can't pause and listen to somebody. Or can I? Oh, that's, that's for the Book of Boba Fett breakdown. We're going to have a special guest on for that. Don't worry. All right. Let's get out of here. But yeah, remember, I caution you. Let's get excited about, about Kenobi, but let's not forget Boba Fett and Fennec Shand and Din Djarin. We're going to be talking about the that show, those adventures, uh, for a little bit longer still. You know, there's, there's a lot to get into on, on those. And it's going to be fun. It's going to be a blast. And I'm so glad you are all here for the ride. I want to thank the official Mando Vision Maniacs before we get out of here because without them, the show is, gra- is crap. It's garbage, and it, 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 you know you wouldn't listen to it. So thank you so much to the Aspen Hill Jody, the Batman Abejo, Jeff Nail. Jeff is co-hosting The Rainier, a great music podcast, so check them out. Thanks to Evil Circle, the evilest of all circles, the Squidmaster General, Brian Broussard, the New Jersey Devil, Mark Wegamer, our very own Joker and Harley Quinn, Brian and Krista, a pride brewing company here in San Diego and now Baltimore, Maryland, the Beer Hop Brigadier General, Jesus Beer Hops, the Silent Assassin, he who should not be named, and Syndicate Ram, co-host of Come On, It's Still Good. All right. Oh, hey, and if you want to be a Man Maniac, head over to patreon.com forward slash Mandavision. You can join the Maniacs and gain access to bonus content. Exciting, exciting stuff. <laughs> alright my friends let's get out of here let's, let's go live our lives let's go have a good weekend and we'll be back hopefully on Monday with that, with that breakdown uh, of the entire series for the Book of Boba Fett as we do sort of a post-mortem after action whatever you want to call it dissection we could even say but in the meantime like I said have a great weekend we'll talk to you soon and remember this podcast can only end one way this is the way this is the way This is the way. This is the way. Hello there.